Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Little. I'm here today with the 94th episode of Weekly Poker Hand. We are almost to episode 100. Hopefully we make it. Before we get started today, I want to tell you a little bit about my new training experience at PokerCoaching.com. We actually just did one of the webinars where the students submitted their answers to our monthly question. This one had to do with raising ranges. And I found a lot of things very interesting. Um, Essentially, the question was, everyone folds to you on the button. In a World Series of Poker event, you have 150 big blinds on the first hand. What is your raising range and why? Some people gave very in-depth answers that I thought were great. And some people gave very simple answers. And you need to ideally have a very robust understanding of the game in all situations. And quite a few of the students, they wrote out their initial response. And then they actually emailed in again, giving a slightly different response, saying that they thought about it more and they come up with something different. And their different response was a little bit better than their initial response. And that's exactly what I'm trying to do with that program. I'm trying to get you to think about poker in a way that will make you a better poker player. So anyway, if you have not checked it out yet, check it out at pokercoaching.com. Today, like I said, this hand is from a $1,500 buy-in World Series of Poker event. This is at the start of day two of a $1,500 buy-in event I played last year. Blinds are $250,500. I raise under the gun to $1,200 with ace-queen of hearts out of my 35,000 chip stack. Folds around to a kid on the button who jams, goes all in, for 11000 So now the question becomes, should I call with this ace-queen of hearts? And in reality, which hands should I call with for my under-the-gun opening range? This is kind of a cool spot because, for those who know me, I'm really not bluffing under-the-gun often at all. And in this scenario, especially if there are a lot of players at the table who have realistic shove stacks, I could almost certainly be opening only hands that I plan on calling shoves with. So perhaps my raising range under the gun is something like eights are better, maybe sevens are better, ace-jack suited and better, king-queen suited, ace-king and ace-queen. If my raising range is this tight, you can actually go in here. This is using a program called Equalab and do hand range calculator. And in this spot, our opponent needs to have roughly 50% equity to break even. And you can calculate which hands you should be shoving in this scenario if you know your opponent is raising this range and never folding any of it. Of course, that's not exactly how poker works because perhaps I will be raising instead, you know, pocket sixes, pocket fives, I'll fold those to a shove. Maybe ace 10 suited, maybe king jack suited, maybe queen jack suited, maybe king queen offsuit, maybe ace jack offsuit. That's about as wide as the range will be. Um, if you take a look at this right here, you'll see this is 6.6% of hands. If we add in these... It jumps up to 9.8% of hands. So that means I'm going to be folding about 40% of the time. So at that point, it's still probably slightly negative EV to be jamming with a lot of trash. But I will be folding out some percentage of the time. But um, if you are against a very tight player raising under the gun, you really do need a very premium range to shove with. And that's really what I want you to take away from this episode. That if you are against someone who has a tight range under the gun, you cannot shove very wide at all. So anyway... Everyone folds around to me, and I do decide to make the call of ace-queen of hearts. And my opponent shows up with jack-10 offsuit, which is, in my opinion, an atrocious shove. In order to shove hands like jack-10, hands that are effectively always behind whenever you get called, you have to think you have a lot of fold equity. 
in this scenario, you can actually use this equation I have on the screen. If you're not watching this at JonathanLittlePoker.com or on YouTube, I highly suggest you watch it there. That way you can see everything easily visualized. I, although I do appreciate everyone who's listening on uh, Stitcher and iTunes. I definitely appreciate that. If you enjoy this podcast, by the way, please leave a review letting people know you like it. Um, your equity to shove is the percent of the time your opponent folds times the pot you win. In this case, that would be my initial raise to 1,200 plus the 500 blinds plus the antes plus the percentage of the time your opponent calls times your equity in the pot when you get called minus the amount you put in the pot. So let's try to solve for this. So the percent we fold, I just told you the highest percentage of the time we're going to fold is 40%. So we have 40% times the pot our opponent steals. That would be our 1,200 bet plus 750 for the blind. So that's 1950 plus let's call it another 500 for the antes. So that's 2250. Okay. Plus percent of the time the opponent calls, this is when we're calling times our equity in the pot. So now you have to ask yourself when our opponent calls, how much equity does Jack 10 offsuit have? So if this is our range to raise and call off, maybe we should take out King queen suited. We'll leave it in there just for simplicity. Let's give our opponent's, Jack 10 offsuit. See, Jack 10 offsuit here has 33% equity. So we have 0.33 times the total pot when you get called. So our opponent went all in for 11,000. So his 11,000 plus my 11,000 is 22,000 plus the 22,5. So that's 24,5. Minus the amount our opponent put in the pot, which was 11,000. And this will tell you if the all in is profitable. So let's get out the calculator. We do 0. 0.4 times 2250 equals. So 900 is the first half of the equation. So down here we do 900 plus, and now using a little bit of algebra, we do 0. 0.33 times 24500 equals minus 11,000 equals times 0. 0.6 equals. So this is minus 1750. So minus, and so then you do this plus 900, and you'll see that our opponent loses 849 chips. Every single time he makes this play with Jack-10 offsuit. And knowing how to do this simple equation is a very big boost to your poker skills. I think most poker players at this point know how to do this if they're playing the high stakes, but a lot of amateur players have never really thought about this. So something else you can do is say you want this number to be even. Like say we're looking for our neutral shoves. You can actually substitute this for X. So now we're trying to find out how much equity we need to have to break even in the spot. Notice also we're discounting the fact that the blinds may call you some percentage of the time. So you, you want to have more equity than, than that in general. So we could work this out longhand, but I just went to, I googled algebra calculator and I brought up this. So I type in the, ca the equation, 0 equals 0. 0.4 times 2250 plus 0. 0.6 times x times 2450 minus 1100. Does all the math, it shows you how to do it step by step. X equals 19 divided by 49. So what is 19 divided by 49? 19 divided by 49 equals 39%. Okay, so that means our opponent can neutrally shove this if he has 39% equity versus my range. So now you can go back up here to the hand range calculator. 
and type in 39%. And you'll see that these are the hands you can shove to break even in this spot. Let's assume you want to actually profit. Let's say you want to have more like 44% equity. Now you're shoving a pretty strong range. Pocket nines are better and ace king. And that is roughly what I would be shoving in this spot if I was my opponent. Uh, this is a scenario where you can really only justify shoving the absolute best hands. And realize that with his relatively shallow stack, you can still call with your drawing hands and see what develops. Also, you should just fold a lot when the under-the-gun player raises. This is really the gist of this. Even me, assuming I'm folding 40% of the time when he shoves, which is pretty optimistic, um, our, our opponent cannot shove very wide at all. So that is the lesson for today. Whenever your opponent raises under the gun in a spot where he's going to call your all-in a lot of the time, don't shove very wide at all. Um, if you like this slightly more math-heavy weekly poker hand, let me know. I try to make it as easy as, as easy as I possibly could, but I recognize that a lot of people's brains turn off when they hear math. But you certainly do need to know a few of the basic equations that are used in poker. And in PokerCoaching.com, the new interactive training experience I am, well, I just launched recently, we are going to be discussing things like this that will help you learn how to think about these spots so that you know without a doubt what to shove in our opponent's spot. A lot of people ask me questions, something to the effect of, should I go all in here or should I make this call? And quite often, just knowing how to use various poker programs and studying them a lot away from the table will give you those answers so you don't have to wonder anymore. I want to teach my students how to come up with the right answer every time, not make a guess and pray it's right. So that's going to be it for this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. Thank you very much for watching. Again, check out poaching, pokercoaching.com. It's a tongue twister. Check out pokercoaching.com. There we go. If you haven't already, and I will be back next week with another podcast. Thanks for watching and thanks for listening.